0: welcome to the thought leader podcast i'm dr ken and i'm randy baker and on the thought leader podcast we search the world for interesting and fascinating and sometimes remarkably smart guests who are going to challenge the way you think They're going to inform you of things that you may not have thought about, and they're going to ignite your imagination as we discuss all sorts of topics. All right, without further ado. Well, hi, Bryn. It is great to have you on the show today. Um, I love the name Bryn Tillman. What's the history behind that?
1: Oh, there's very little history, except that I was supposed to be Jennifer. And when I was born, there were five babies in the five girls in the nursery and all four of the other ones were Jennifer. So last minute, my mother said, I did need a different name. Uh, And she liked the name Bryn from Bryn Mawr College. And so I was named and told. she told my father afterwards.
0: Oh, really? (laughs) That's the story. (laughs) So we hear stories all the time of people who um, their parents have already picked out the name and then they see them and change it. I did that actually with my son. I changed his name the minute I saw him. But I've never heard of somebody coming up with a different name without talking about it until afterwards. That's Yeah.
1: Needless to say, they didn't stay married all that <laughs> long. But...
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't want to go there, but I have <laughs> to. Um, that, that has nothing to do with you, I'm sure. No, there was one <laughs> other. There uh, was
1: one other child after me, and then, uh, then it was gone. Nice, yeah.
0: Nice. So tell me what you do, Brent.
1: I am a recovering sales trainer who helps anyone responsible for B two B business development leverage LinkedIn to start more sales conversations.
0: So let me jump in on that. I always have this discussion whenever anybody says B two B because I don't happen to believe there is any such thing as B2B, and I happen to believe that now, uh, after the last 12 months, uh, there's even less B2B in existence. And the reason I say that is that I've never seen a business buy something from a business. People make the buy decision. People buy based on what they believe.
1: Yeah, so I believe in human to human, right? So we are always selling to a human being but the reason i use the term b2b is because the way you find people on linkedin is by company and job title so if you are selling a product that is more consumer driven it's a little harder to use or it's a, a different way to use linkedin so generally if you are selling a product that a human being inside of a business would buy for the business
0: mm-hmm.
1: that that would be how i define b2b
0: Right. So in, in the LinkedIn concept you're you're looking for a specific person, but you're going by title or role or right. Exactly. Right.
1: And typically they're buying the product for the business, not a consumer driven product like makeup or right. like that would be a B2C. This would be more I'm looking for a product or service to help my business.
0: So that becomes really interesting to me. In a recent Harris poll, April of this year, um, and if you go put any store in in Harris polls. um, I I like data.
1: And I think, you know, if they're polling the right people, it's great.
0: Yeah. So the information was very interesting. Uh, Roughly 55% of people interviewed actually said that they had changed their purchase decision based on their perception of the CEO of the company that makes the product, which is very interesting. And the other interesting thing that came out of it was uh, approximately 87% of people interviewed um, felt that the reputation of the CEO and the executive team drove the value of the business even more than the products, Mm. which both of those facts, both of those, well, they're not facts, they're results. Mm -hmm. Both of those results are very interesting to me. So in your work with LinkedIn how do you build the reputation of your clients
1: Yeah what a a great and powerful question The first thing I would say is if you google a name LinkedIn is 99% of the time coming up on the first in one of the first 3 mm-hmm. uh, results So the first thing I'd say reputation-wise is Google your name and look at what people are seeing, right? So LinkedIn is there. That needs to be a place that you have to focus on. Mm -hmm. So there are a few things that people typically do initially for their profile, which is the landing page that starts the reputation. It doesn't end there, but that's the beginning piece, right? Mm -hmm. So most people will make this their resume, all the things that they've accomplished over the years, And while that may matter to some, it probably doesn't matter to your buyers as much. Maybe down the line, they'll say, oh, I'm going to choose this company because of their experience. But that's not what gets their attention. That's not what ultimately gets someone to trust you and want to buy from you. What does is there are five elements on LinkedIn, whether it's in content or your profile, starting with your profile that you need to hit, in order to build the reputation that you need for someone to want to buy from you. And before I even say those five, I want to mention everyone knows or most everyone knows the saying from Bob Berg from Endless Referrals, people do business, all things being equal, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. Well, how do they get to know you, right? Now they can meet you in person and they can have a conversation or they can digitally vet you. And that's how they get to the know right? So you have to mm-hmm. attract, teach, and engage to get to the no like, and trust when it comes to digital. So how do we do this? Let's start with the profile. You need to hit five points. Number one, you need to resonate with your buyer. The moment they click on your profile, they need to say, this person works with people like me. Mm-hmm. Number two, you need to create curiosity. You've got to get them to lean in. To say, hmm, this is interesting. I'm willing to continue to read down this profile. That happens in the headline.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Resonate and create curiosity has to happen in the headline. So now they scroll down and the next thing they see is your about section. So what do we do here? Most people talk. It's all about me. Some people even have it in the third party. Some people do. We help. So it becomes this pitch. Mm-hmm. And people run from pitch today. Unless they are actively looking a solution they don't want to get a pitch what mm. do they want to do number 3 they want to learn something new so we've got to teach them something new and that something new needs to do number 4 which is get them to think differently about their current solution if we can do that so we resonate we create curiosity we teach them something new we get them thinking differently about their current solution we create compelling moments. Compelling mm-hmm. moments is any, anything from I accept your connection request or I ask you to connect to I engage on your content. I like it. I comment. I share it. I get, they get on my radar. That's compelling. If I've compelled them to take action, I am aware that they're hanging out. And when we can do that in a way that's very positive, obviously we want to, everyone can build a reputation. Is it a good or a bad one is the question, right? So as long mm-hmm. as we're building the reputation in, in a way that compels them to take action and so we can start a conversation with them, that becomes a business development tool.
0: Very cool. So you obviously uh, understand exactly how LinkedIn can work for business. It's not just a, a recruiting place. Right. Although it is turning into very much a social media type place, and I find that very interesting. Two questions relating to that. How many years have you been around on LinkedIn to learn this? And secondly, what was your journey to starting this business?
1: Ah, so I, I've been teaching LinkedIn since 08. So been doing it a long time. And, you know, it was sort of accidental. I won't go into the long story, but I was a community relationship manager at a local bank um, in the time where there was economic devastation locally like it was the the great recession right Mm -hmm. and as a bank they you know we had financial services professionals how do we get money that's moving and so one of the things we did was we started an employee advocacy program where we would bring people in that had been laid off we brought in interview experts and resume writers and all these types of folks to help. But ultimately, they had 401ks to roll over from the company. So it ended up to be a win-win for everybody, right? So we brought them through the doors. One of the things we were doing was teaching LinkedIn for finding a job. Right. And I yeah. quickly recognized this was a sales tool, right? This this was an opportunity to leverage the product as a business development tool for a few reasons and that I can get to. But what I did was branding the bank. I started teaching these LinkedIn classes at Chambers of Commerce and local places. And I recognized it was magic. So there's a journey beyond Mm -hmm. that. But that was the moment where I'm like, this is all I really want to do, right? Like, this is what I want to teach. But here's the one thing. Across the board, whether you're a job seeker, a recruiter, an internal hiring manager, business development person, the magic of LinkedIn that is not available anywhere else in the world is the ability to search and filter your connections connections. So I can see who who, the Rolodex, I know I'm aging myself, but the Rolodex of my connections, right? I can go into my client and see how many CEOs in the marketing and digital world do they know, right? And how many, and and with the right tools like Sales Navigator, the size company, how many Mm -hmm. people are in the departments, like there's so much data. Mm -hmm. And why the data in LinkedIn is so important is it's self-updated, meaning there's not someone calling saying, hey, is this person still there at that job? People update their own profile so it's as accurate Mm -hmm. and as timely as possible.
0: So... Yeah, I mean, all all that is great. If I do a search on Google or indeed LinkedIn and I'm looking for help with handling my LinkedIn marketing efforts, I will find like 3,000 names will pop up instantly. It's a very competitive space and it's becoming more competitive daily because a lot of people with just a few ideas are getting into it. What makes you unique? What is, what is special about Bryn Tillman that would make me select you over somebody else?
1: Hmm. So um, we are sales trainers who teach LinkedIn. We are not social media trainers. We're not marketers. We understand that the goal is to get more sales conversations. And so everything that we do is purposeful. It's not about getting a whole lot of likes. It's about getting the right likes from the right people that we want to have a conversation with. It's about getting more client referrals, leveraging your network to gain access to your targeted buyers strategically Uh, And it's ultimately about how are you showing up in the world in a way that people want to do business with you, not just engage, but do business with you. Mm -hmm. And so I think Social Sales Link as a whole, we come to, you know, we work with everyone from individuals with our membership to large corporate clients. And, you know, the first thing we do is we go, you know, how do you want to use this? What is your goal? Who do you want to contact? And let's do a couple of things. So the first thing obviously is profile. The second thing is social listening. You need to go listen to what it is that your buyers care about right now. And if you don't understand that, you end up pitching. You end up sharing content that you want to share, not content they want to consume. So you never get the conversations, right? Number three, we want to make sure you've got a great content strategy. That takes curation, creation, and engagement. Number four, nurture your connections. This is something very few people do well. We connect and forget. We've got all these digital business cards with rubber bands around them in the corner of our desk. right? Mm -hmm. And so we need to nurture our connections. So take inventory, export our connections, or search our first-degree connections to see who are we already connected to that we should be having a conversation with. We call this conducting CPR to our existing network. So, yes, it's bringing them back to life, Mm. but it's also clients, prospects, and referral partners. Take inventory. And number five, we're back to that warm market prospecting. Who in your network can introduce you or give you permission to name drop so that you can leverage their connections to meet your ideal
0: targeted buyers? Okay, so (laughs) you're somebody that really knows what you're doing. And I I appreciate you sharing all of that. In some ways, your business and my business overlap. We do some of what you're doing, but not all of it.
1: I love that. I believe high tide rises all boats. If we can educate the right way and people are doing this well, more people will succeed. So that's fabulous.
0: Absolutely. So one last question, or two last questions, one before the last one. When you were seven or eight, Mm-hmm. years of age mm-hmm. what would your parents have thought you would be doing by now
1: what would my parents have thought yeah oh, interesting I know what I thought I was going to be doing but well, we, um, we can start there I wanted to be a dolphin trainer
0: oh nice
1: I was oh gosh I wanted to. I have no idea I know all the things they told me I wasn't going to be but I don't know. I don't know what they thought I was going to be when I when I grew up. I think, uh, yeah, I, it's funny. I, so, I, I'm not yeah. sure I know, but I, okay. I know what my dream was.
0: So they knew what you weren't going to be. What sort of things did they tell you?
1: So they knew I wasn't going to be a singer because I couldn't carry a tune.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, they knew I wasn't going to be an accountant because I couldn't carry a one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I just you know, I was sort of a free spirit of sorts. I think they're not surprised that I ended up in a sales role.
0: <laughs> right. Interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. So final question, now I'm really going to get to the final question. We've just spent you know a short period of time together. Uh, I love what you do. How can people connect with you? How can people contact you? And who would be the ideal person that you would love to just connect with you today?
1: So the ideal person for me to connect with is someone who's looking to leverage LinkedIn better to grow their business. And that could be anyone who their traditional sales is not helping them meet or exceed their sales goals. So if they're challenged because they used to cold call or they cold call and it's not working or whatever worked isn't working as it used to be, or they just don't love sales, but they love people and they love relationship building or you know, they just simply need have a wonderful network that they need to leverage better. That's perfect for me. We have free resources for them at linkedinlibrary.com so they can go in and, and grab tons of free resources. We also work with corporate clients and sales teams and the best way to connect with me is LinkedIn. <laughs> so...
0: Now, that totally surprised me. So, this is Bryn Tillman, B R Y N N E. Yep. Tillman, T I L L M A N. Please connect with her on LinkedIn and she'll be able to help you. So, thank you so much for your time, Bryn. We'll be talking again soon.
1: Excellent. This was a lot of fun. Thanks.
0: This has been such a wonderful conversation today. It was surprising, it was intriguing, it was interesting, and this is just an example of the types of guests that we have on the Thought Leader podcast, and we would love you to subscribe so you get to hear the next issue. Or you can visit our our website. Our website is thoughtpartnergroup.com, and at the top you'll see a little button that says take the assessment. In one minute, you can take the assessment and get a response from us. We'll read everyone. All right, take care, have a good life, and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you.